Welcome to Poets from the Neighborhood. I am Viraja R. And I'm Bruce Jennings. We hope you enjoy the poems we'll be reading today, poems written by your friends and neighbors. Our first poem is Voyage of the Paper Boat by S.R. Lee. A poem for young Natchez. Where are you going, slight voyager? Uncertain in your balance, potential for speed or wobbles, which will it be today? Set forth strongly or slowly toward the day's fortunes, deep water with swift winds for speed with joy, or swirly currents and sandy bars, or worse, a submerged boulder knocks your journey askew. I pray for a rescue crew ready with repair supplies to refloat you, swift or slow, onto your way. Go with courage as well as caution. Know the joy of motion as well as fear. Do not cease, little fragile boat, to seek your special destiny. The next poem, Hide and Seek written by Rebecca Yancey. At the sound of the tires on the driveway, the crunch of loose gravel, the boy would crouch behind the chair, motionless under the coverlet, soundless, breathless, listening to the creak of the door, the clink of steps on the tile, his father would look behind the chair, pull away the quilt, laughing. There he is. The boy could stay there, still as stone, quiet as a breeze, in such suspense, waiting to be found again. This poem is entitled November's Song by Lydia Esman. November sings a somber song in the grayness of the dawn as honking geese winging strong to milder climes are drawn. Trees once boasting robes of gold stand naked, shivering in the cold. Ghostly spires piercing leaden skies and haunting passerby. Denuded fields of harvest attest to thorough job, every deer and pheasant have robbed the corn from cob. Barns are bursting with their, with their gain from rafters to the floor that farmers scarcely can contain by locking tight the door. Surrounding hearth, old friends gather, availed of warmth and light. Stay safe inside, they'd rather than venture into night. So off this season, bleak and barren, void of earth's attraction, leads the wise by way of introspection. When found alone, it's what we are that shows the very soul. Stark and bare, no pretense there, the key to make us whole. Gloomy not, but shedding brightness to dispel the realms of darkness with shining thoughts to crown the mind 
and narrow path for feet to, to find. Vacant not, but truly lavish in riches that will never vanish, nor be consumed by wily thief whose hoarding wealth is his belief. Forsaking what we love, familiar zones of pleasure, exchanged for stores above, providing endless treasure. Leaving, written by W. E. Moth. Her voice was singing, but I would not seek her out. I left the forest caressing the last damp tree. Her voice was calling, but I sought not the smoke path. I left the lake shore, waving my image goodbye. Her voice was pleading, but I took the hard, rough track. I left the mountain, sipping from its cool stream. Her voice was fading, but I had reached the pool. I took the white pill, accepting its bitterness. Her voice was silent, but I no longer felt pain. White to gray to black, the sky went from light to dark. The Sound of Oaks by Barbara Young. The house is making the Atlantic crossing in black and white. It's an old film with sound effects supplied by a surf of oaks. The doctor says that I need more sun, more vitamin D. So I write myself in a deck chair, fleeing continued political depression and blanketed up to my chin. The blanket is plaid and I am tended by porters, a houseplant left in their care. Sun, no drafts, warm beverages. Houseplants that have been in my care, aloe, begonia, cast iron plant, jade, lucky bamboo, mother-in-law's tongue, chefalera, spider plant. I was not a tender porter. Those that thrived did so out of spite. I rue the jade. The aloe continued to make pups when it was compost. In the old movie tonight, we play cards in the saloon and I am that elderly matron dripping with paste diamonds, constantly explaining the game to the professionals aiming to scalp me. It's a scene rife with irony and slapstick. The oak trees continue to make the sounds of the sea, but the ship moves on northward into the cold and their leaves are brown, brittle, and hard. The staterooms in these films are larger than houses. Surrounding me are glamorous art deco tchotchkes. I ginger Rogers around them, backwards and in heels. For the remainder of the crossing, I shall be a golden pothos plant and thrive in the low light of winter. 
Beauty in Life, written by Brittany Macaron. It is relative in the eye of the beholder and what's inside that counts. It is a sunset in an old painting beside a black and white portrait of a royal family in a world-renowned gallery or a purple giraffe in puffy glitter paint next to a blurry Polaroid of a laughing couple on an old refrigerator. It is in the hurried scroll of a new idea at midnight or the clean, clear font of a newly published page. It is the sparkle of diamonds paired with the shimmering of a ball gown, or the sparkle of fish scales peeking above the shimmering lake front. It is the view from the corner office. It took 10 years to reach. It is the view from the dream house. It will take 10 years to pay off. It is tears of sorrow and laugh lines, city lights and country stars, warm sunshine and cold snowfall. Thank you for watching Poets from the Neighborhood. We hope you'll join us again soon.